Hey everyone, and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. Like every week or any week, we have those fun rabbit holes where we go from English soccer to Jason Statham and to meth movies, and somehow we are able to link these together. We might have figured out the male version of Karen, and Sam gives us a little insight on the uh, kid's birthday party scene right now. Enough of just me, let's bring in Nate and Sam. Um, yeah, so the... the Division 2 Newport's playing right now. Um, and so, the what is it? The top three teams automatically get promoted in this division while the the fourth promotion spot goes to the playoff of, like, the other systems down in Championship in Division 1. So, ah. It's the same thing. It's just uh, Newport was looking See, good str- early on in the COVID season. And then they kind of had, like, a little mid-surge, like, or drop, and then uh, played themselves back into the playoff spots. So currently so how much so they're so they are not so they're they're trying to get that fourth spot is what you're uh, saying. yes exactly so they're how four, many and how many teams vie for that fourth uh spot? four teams vie for it it's a two-leg okay. system for the first round so um so the four plays the eight seed i believe it is. i don't know what four five six oh no four seven play each other then five six play each other so they're they're the five six so, ah gotcha and uh yeah yeah no and they've lost to this team twice or they lost to them once and tied or drew with them in in the regular season and what's the name of the team again uh this is the newport county no not you not your team the other team oh the other I know, team. i know your team yeah 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 it's a forest green is what the that doesn't sound real it, it doesn't does. sound real i mean you look at some of the the, the teams sound, sounds, that sounds like a seven that sounds like a cemetery yeah it's forest green rovers it does it 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 should be on ted lasso is what it should be yeah no you're no you're right some of the even some of the um epl teams they have some weird names very british names a lot very, of them are very, very british names yes like my favorite Burnley. is the, the the lost uh like the wolverhamptons having the the wolves as their symbol when they're the wanderers is always a yeah what's what, wolves is right there in the name what the hell i you know, I mean, the like, city is literally called Wolverhampton. Yeah, I know. like what? What? What are you doing there? And your logo is a fucking wolf. What the hell? What do you wanderers get? Get out of here! With there are a lot wanders. of a lot of rovers too. Say, uh, nomadic people, I suppose. Those British. They are they, uh, well. Yeah. They're always always moving. Always moving. Always moving on. Then now we're in the yeah. halftime. So, like, you might hear me actually during the, anyone who's listening to podcasts. If there is a goal. Either way, you might hear a response. One. What is the score now? I'm sorry. Did it you is say? currently one nothing Newport. So. Uh, I believe that's one nil. Yes, that is also the case. You, you, you got to get into the footy parlance if yes. you're going to talk. If, if we're going to talk footy, if we're going to talk, talk fo- footy. We're, we're now becoming a footy. Uh, this is a footy podcast. Well, this has been a Wolverhampton podcast for some time, but I've just. Not I'm just done. trying to steal some thunder back. We are solidly a mediocre team. Solidly, like. Hey, you know what? Mediocre is good as long as you're not getting uh, relegated. I, th- I think we moved as high as eleventh. And as low as thirteenth, and now we are firm. I believe there's two games left in the season. Nope, maybe one. Over. Maybe one. Is it over? I believe. Uh, it is. So then we are firmly cemented in twelfth out of twenty. Are there twenty teams? Uh, I believe so. Somewhere around that, in that neighborhood. I I believe it is twenty teams. It's uh yeah because he played nineteen. So, yeah. But. So I I I decided to hitch my wagon to a wonderfully mediocre team. Which... Well, a, a mediocre team that got promoted that season. So true. That is true. That is true. So it's not like they've been mediocre for a while. No. But yeah. Let's see. What are, it's thirty-six games or twenty? No, you have two games left. You are right. Oh, uh, okay. I, but I don't. I, if I if I recall from the at least the points, I don't think we have any chance of really moving up. Possibly moving down. 
but I think we're like four or five points behind the eleventh eleventh place team. But it it, it doesn't matter. Farthest you uh, could fall is fourteen, really. Yeah. That, but that has, that requires some crappy teams winning, which is fine. You know, I. You know what? I didn't pick a front runner. You did not. I, I respect it, this. I, I respect I honestly, what you did. I think it would have for the adrenaline. I, I should have picked a, a bad team because you know there's that there's that adrenaline of not knowing if you're going to get relegated or not. Uh, you don't want that, dude. Well, but also because I'm I'm late to the game, I don't have as much skin in the game that I'm not going to be driven to the point of of depressed drinking if my team gets relegated because I've only been a fan of my team for two years. You know, this, this it's, is it's one. Of, it's one of those. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not born and raised in Wolverhampton. But I'll. I'll tell you this. For, uh, like, new into the game, new, new into enjoying it. There's a lot of this going on in America. I have a feeling like this. The, like, just because of the pandemic, people are like, I need something to watch. And you know, there was football. It's, well, that's a lot of America. A lot of Americans my, chose well, my, Wolverhampton. Mine, start, mine started before even then, because you know, as 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 you know, and yep. listeners of the pod know, my my pandemic, uh, my quarantine rather, started a month early. Okay. And um, when you're stuck in bed on a Saturday and Sunday morning, those six a.m. eight a.m. Uh, footy games on uh, NBC Sports, you just you you know you it's the only thing on on a Saturday morning. It's seven o'clock. Yeah. So uh, and it just so happened Wolverhampton caught my eye. Like the I like the cut of their jibs, plural jibs. Um, and I like the team colors. And I will say that their stadium really pops with no fans because of the yellow seats. Okay. Um. So uh, yeah, yeah. You know. Although to be fair, um, although strangely enough, they were televised very heavily early on in the pandemic and in my personal pandemic. Um. But they're not on as much anymore. Well, yeah, because probably because there's a lot of not you don't get a lot of twelve pace, you know. Well, they're not, they're not, not going to pay attention to the, the middle of the road team. unless they're playing um, for the top. Um, unless they're playing a top tier, or a yeah, bottom like, tier like, team. This, like if the team that's oh, struggling yeah. to get uh, out of relegation. Like there is, there is something about watching that bottom half, like the bottom three teams, because in this system, like those who don't know, like the three bottom teams get relegated to right. the well, that's why I'm, that's why i'm saying i should have picked one of those teams that adrenaline rush of always being on edge yeah you know it's 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 like a, a statham jason statham and crank it's like when he you know having to attach the uh the, the battery to your nipples to keep your uh keep the heart going. by the way keep the heart and I, I think i don't i think that movie needs to be talked about more the movie crank and crank 2 well that was crank high voltage that one okay i'm sorry crank high voltage that was the a... plot the plot of that movie was, oh it was it was speed the movie Speed, not literal Speed, but well, the Keanu, Keanu Reeves movie Speed, but on a person. Like his, what was it, his heart rate couldn't fall below because he was poisoned. Uh, that heart... was the first one. He was poisoned. He had to keep his adrenaline going yes. at a certain so, level. So keep... it was literally the bus not being able to get below 55 miles per hour. And then it so was... he, had to keep, he had to keep his adrenaline going by doing things like having sex in the middle of the street by attaching his a battery to his nipples, basically, or basically, he had to de- de- use a defibrillator on himself. It was a. I can't remember if that was the first or second one because the second one was high voltage, where he had his heart replaced and he needed to get energy into himself. Oh, so. probably was the second one. Yeah. Plot wise, I mean, that's just a, I'm genius, just a genius I, plot. You can't argue with Statham's decisions in film roles sometimes. Like, even though he, the ones he's got some of the straight to VODs, those straight to VOD ones are still solid kind of thing you know even his his under Un- under hi sam 
Hello. Hey. Um, where even his more underrated, like the bank job, which was oh, I mean, that's a classic. Only, only only person to see that in the movie. Th- we're, we're talking Statham, Sam, Jason Statham. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll pretend I'm not here then. We, we've been doing that for ten <laughs> minutes, Sam. We've been doing that for ten minutes. Good looking um, bloke. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, yeah, he he pulls off the bald well. Pulls off the ball. Great accent. Um, yeah, I you know he's he is he's very good at what he does. We'll just say that. That's yeah, Sam. You, you had you joined two minutes earlier. We're we're talking English football, so you know it's we're it's it's progress. We're getting better. We got out of the uh, the downside. And an odd and an odd segue. Oh, go ahead. A very odd segue from how I got being being a, a fan of a team getting relegated, which in turn went to the having the adrenaline of having uh, your nipples attached to a battery, which reminded me of the movie Crank, starring Jason Statham. That was my train of thought. And I just that, rolled with it yes. because I'm like, I got the connection. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But moving on, you know, we got, I'm glad I got that out of the way. I mean, you could carry on. I just, I just can't participate really. Besides no, no, the fact we, we don't, that we don't, we don't like to exclude. I, I do love Fast and Furious. And I like that he's in it. Hobbs yes. and Shaw and stuff. The Hobbs and Shaw yes, I... was fun. That was a fun movie. I enjoyed that. Did it? I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see it. It, it, it didn't do well. It didn't do well. Did well. Um, and I believe both. Both of they're not. They're no longer in the series, right? They're not. I don't think they're in either or in F nine. Probably not. I believe. I, I, the Rock and Vin Diesel's rivalry or dislike for one. Yeah, another. it's hard to hard to believe that much ego clashed with each other. Crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. F, I'm excited. F9 finally comes out uh, June 18th, I believe. I think coming up. It's got to be right around when the pretty the, ex- the movie theaters open up everywhere. It, why wouldn't that? Yeah, that's pretty much. That's it's good timing. Yeah. Yeah. Though to be, to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't feel that uncomfortable. I mean, once you're I'm vaccinated, I actually wouldn't feel that uncomfortable going to a movie theater. No, nor would I. You don't want to sit next to that too many people. No, no, I'd rather. Are do they? The... They're not at full capacity yet, are they? No, I don't no, think so. No, I don't think. Well, they might be sp- some places. I mean, ever, ever since the CDC um, announcement, what was that like two or three days ago? Two days ago, mm-hmm. the whole you don't have to wear ma- vaccinated people don't have to wear masks inside or out. It has become a free for all here in St. Louis. Like businesses left and right, just I mean, to, they're allowed to, so I don't, you know, whatever. But like they took down those partitions. I was at a gas station today. I went inside to grab a, a bottle of water. All the partitions were taken down, like with the cashiers. No, but the cashiers weren't wearing masks. Like this all happened very fast. I went to Walmart yesterday. Oh, I don't even want to know. It like... didn't even occur. Didn't even occur to me. I I I knew the CDC thing happened. It didn't even occur to me how fast the change would happen. That um, like Susan asked me like when I got back, she's like, "Oh, were there people not wearing masks?" And I and I was like, "You know what? There weren't." Like I didn't, it didn't even, it's weird that I've gone so long with not, not seeing people, not seeing people without masks that, you know, that's double negative, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That I, you'd think it would seem weird to be looking at somebody inside a store without wearing a mask, but it, it might, my, my brain just did not process it. But to be fair, most of the people in the Walmart were wearing masks, like all the employees and almost all the customers. It just so happened one group caught my eye because I'm quite sure they were all on meth. Like they they had a look to them, a certain look, and anybody in Missouri who they know that what that look is. Um, well, it's Walmart. And, what do you expect? It's true, in Missouri. It's true, but one one of them especially had had some nervous twitching, very um, some very something out of Train Spotting or um, 
or rather closer to uh, Sam, you know, our favorite movie about meth, Salt and Sea with Val Kilmer. Um, probably, I'd say a top two or three movie about meth ever made. Oh, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. Oh, Pooh Bear. Yeah, that uh, favorite movies with meth involved. I thought there was what? Go? Not Go. Oh, uh, go is Ecstasy. What was yeah, the one see, you got to be, you got to get very specific to meth, which, which, which Salt and Sea was very specific to meth. Uh, one of Vincent D'Onofrio's finest performances. Um, John Leguizamo was in it. Jason Schwartzman. Jeez, uh, I don't was um was um oh god, what is the movie the um the one with Jennifer Connelly and um that was heroin. That was heroin. Okay. Uh, why can't I think? I can't. Requiem. Got, Requiem. Requiem. Yes, I knew. I couldn't well, pick. I couldn't figure out which drug that was. Yeah, Transpotting's heroin too. I think That's there's heroin. a lot of movies about heroin. Ton of oh, a lot of heroin. movies about heroin. A lot of movies about cocaine. Um, a lot of movies about pot. Um, you know, not as many very, not as many that are meth specifics. That's why well, I. Well, there's said. like you know the 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 offshoot of Breaking Bad, the El Camino. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, how was that? Um, by the way, Do you, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I wish how, it was how, good. How would I know, Hugh? I only saw one episode of Breaking Bad. Why would I watch? Well, you the saw movie? that the ending, so it's a continuation of it. You can watch it. Oh, was it? A, I thought it was a prequel. Is it a continuation? No, it's a continuation. It's literally oh. what happened to Jesse right after that whole shootout at the last episode. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. He takes uh, off at El Camino, which is poor man's or low budge Matt Damon, who is Jesse Plemons, who was married to Kirsten Dunst, by the way. Um, and her baby daddy, uh, he was the one that owned the El Camino. Ah. So he, he, he like took his car. Um, but I do like low budge, um, Matt Damon. Um, what do they call him in, uh, in Friday Night Lights? Lance? <laughs> Another show I didn't see, Friday. I know exactly the actor Nate! you're talking. Uh, How have you not seen Friday Night Lights? I'll get around to it. I'll, watch I, it now. I'll, it's, it's you know everywhere. what, Sam, Sam, I have to watch Fleabag first, then I'll watch Friday Night His no, Black Mirror episode is watch... really good, too. Of what? what his Black Mirror episode? Oh yeah, it's really good. Oh, and by the way, the movie, I know the movie what? I was thinking of was Spun. Is what Spun? The the oh, is that um ties in it, right? Um, it's called Fun. Spun. S P U N. Oh, Spun. No. Oh, I remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Ties in it, right? Uh, what's her name? What's yeah, her Brittany name? Murphy. Br- Brittany Murphy. Rest yeah. in peace. Mina Savari. She always be tie. Mickey Rourke oh. was in it. Mina Savari, there's a name from the, you know, every, every week we we start, talk about a, a name from the past, like a Shannon Sossaman. And uh, yeah, Mina Savari, that's another one I haven't heard in a while. What happened to her? She, she's working. She had a good, she had a solid run. She had a, you know, she had the uh, American Pie, American Beauty run. She yeah. was in a, the worst movie that Jason Biggs made, which is saying something, Loser. Uh, that's one I saw in the movie theater. I, I actually kind of liked, liked it in a weird yeah. way, as like it being a yeah. cheesy kind of movie. It, it wasn't the worst. It actually wasn't the worst. Uh, but she was in that. She, um, she's been making you know. movies. So you know, like we say, you know, you never know why somebody stops acting. It could be because they couldn't get roles. She could have had kids. She could have changed careers. Who knows? Or she was just doing lesser projects because it looks like she's been doing a movie a year. That's unfortunate, then. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe. It looks well, like she had a kid. I think she had a kid recently. Well, that'll do it. That'll do it. I mean, not really. Some people, it doesn't matter. They pop out kids and they still work. I mean, it just depends on how in demand you are, right? But um, let's see. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it's funny because uh, speaking of American Beauty and Mina Savari, um, there was 
an article recently that I read about like you know the 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 poster like the the belly button is actually Christina Hendricks belly button who knew for, for American Beauty yeah really because that was when before I think she became an actress and I think they just needed somebody's belly button and I guess she got that interesting <laughs> uh, yeah I would have I would have just assumed it's like based... being a hand model uh, <laughs> hand twins were hand twins no but it's such an iconic poster it's just like I'd, I'd brag about it I'd just be like yeah that's my, that's my well yeah I think you'd assume just because of the scene in the movie with Mina Savari with the roses that you would just assume that was her yeah. I did. I never gave it a second thought. Interesting. But, but you know that they, say... they 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 do the poster separately, right? You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. It makes sense that it was someone else, but at the same point in time, like you don't. Why not? You never guess it. You never second guess it. You're just like, oh, okay. That. I will say that the that movie did have a last thing. I don't think I've seen it more than just once or twice. I saw it in the theater in Westwood. Right. I can tell you, it was I, I it was the carnival carnival theater, which no longer exists. Um. It was oh wait, a good wait, movie. sorry, sorry. It's her hand that's in there. I don't think it's her stomach. Oh. Ah. Talk about being a hand model. Because there, there's a hand that, that's yeah, holding, holding the rose. rose. Yeah, I'm looking at it yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, but any, but the thing that, um, the you know, obviously, aside from the he who shall not be named being very good in it, um, the one takeaway from that movie I always had. <laughs> Chris Cooper. Yes, Chris Cooper. Exactly. Is the fact that Sam to this day, anytime I see a plastic bag in like a parking lot, yeah. I have to make this stupid comment. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Sometimes I'll videotape it on my yeah. phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there's another guy whose career went astray, but his oh, was yeah. entirely of his own doing, Wes Bentley. Uh, but he he will be the first to acknowledge that why his went astray. And it has a lot to do with our previous conversation about meth. Although I believe his was heroin. Um, I found the, I, I don't know if it's the definitive list, but it is a list of the top rated meth movies. Um, oh, wow. Spun is number, these aren't in any particular order, but among the first two listed are Spun and Salt and Sea. Um, I'm trying to see if there's another one I've heard of. Um, no, I've never heard of any of these. There you go. That's how you, oh, wait. Jason Sathan's in one of them. Um, in a movie called Homefront? That looks like Jason Statham. Is it like a war movie? Uh, I think it's a drug movie. It's a drug movie. So Ooh. yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Home so front. you know, I'm not. I've not heard of most of these, sadly. So I guess that that'll tell you how many meth movies are out there. Oh, that has the, to be something. To oh do my with... god! I okay. Sorry. What? Yes, that, that's where he's like a, a. I think he's a former DEA agent, and he's taking care of his daughter, and like he angers a meth family in the South that were. Starred by James Franco and Winona Ryder. Interesting. I I just found another one that I had completely forgotten about. Do you remember the movie The Doom Generation? Oh, Ro yeah. Rose McGowan and, it's been and a while. Uh, uh, Jonathan Sheck of That Thing You Will Do That Thing You'll Do fame. That, uh, was, um, that was high school, right? Yeah, it came out and it was I believe it was directed by the same guy who did kids. because um, it was very depressing. But I guess that one had uh, meth in it. Go figure. I, re I re remember it very vividly. Oh, and um, did you watch... Uh, well, I watched it because of Timothy Chalamet and Steve Carell, but Beautiful Boy. It was actually really hard that's, to watch. That's, that's on this list, too. Yes, it's I know. Really I, I did not see it, but... Um, uh, well, I, I, I will stop my list here because I feel like this is where it should probably end. There's a movie called Tweak City, so that's probably... That's probably as methy as you're going to get. Um, yeah. Okay, well, that was a fun fun walk down 
Greg Araki was the director of that. He didn't do kids, unfortunately. He did uh, Nowhere. Else? Okay. Uh, totally I... fucked up. Uh... I believe it was, yeah. I, I, I believe that, that was a Doom Generation was unrated, but you could, and so Blockbuster never had it, but you could get it at the um, often mentioned Schnooks video store. Yeah. He, you he... could get it at the video store I worked at. I've, yep, the best kind of video store, the ones you can get those kind of movies. Mom and Pop. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. He was supposed to be directing the the TV series. He did a couple episodes of Heather's that never made it to air. Ah, because of um, I think there were a couple school shootings right when that was supposed to be coming out, and uh, yeah, everyone's like, not yeah, we're not going to make this one happen uh, because it, Heather's be dark. Speaking speaking of like like cur- like curses, we were talking about Glee last week, but like wasn't wasn't there a lot of kids in kids that died? Too? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The guy, the kid who played Casper, he died, passed away. Um, Did you watch that documentary with Celine Fry? Because one of them were her, was her friend. I've no, I no, I haven't. I, I, I've heard that's pretty good though about the child, child actors. Although I, I heard you, a, you, need to, I, you need to watch more content. Stop watching it. stuff that your parents watch. You I should, you should watch your own content. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, I got, I got through of Sh- uh, Creek. No, I know, but then like you should watch Friday Night Lights. This is the opportunity well, to do it. It's like well, actually, the op- the op- opportunity was the last twelve months. Um, I heard that I heard that documentary about the child child acting is good. Although the the big knock that I heard against it is people thought I mean, to be fair, she's the one who made it, but they thought it was too much Salil Moonfry centric. They wanted to know more about the other people besides her. But that's fair. I mean, she's the one who made it, so, you know. Yeah, she had a lot of, like, guy friends and didn't have that many girlfriends that she talked about, which I was kind of bummed because that's I what, knew that yeah. she had a lot of girlfriends. Like, um, like I mean, she, she features them in, in the actual documentary, but the people that she talks to are all, like, you know, guys, which I found that, well, that was a, Well, that was another complaint about it, was that uh, the, the person who was telling me about it said that she wished – she didn't like so that Salil Manfrey was con- conducting the interview. She said that it wasn't – she wished that there would have been, like, a third party conducting the interviews because it I, – I, I mean, no, I, I didn't see it. because this is the thing. Like, they're not going to – like, Mark Paul Gossler and, like, uh, Balthazar Getty's not going to reveal anything if somebody else is interviewing them. That's, that's true. That's, that's that's no, my that's, like that's I mean literally like it's them filming them reconnecting because she hadn't seen a lot of them in a long time and just go and like a lot of the footage that she had like those people hadn't seen ever so we're talking about like video footage of them when they were like 15 16 years old and getting their reaction to it because they like forgot or like even just photos and stuff I just didn't like the whole like you know kind of just yeah, Charlie Sheen kind of took my virginity, even though there was another instance where she was possibly raped, but whatever, that's a whole other thing. Um, but like Charlie Sheen was like her first technically, and he was like 28 and she was like seven, eight, 19 or something. Like there was a big age difference. And yeah, she spoke of him very highly. Like apparently he was like a nice guy, great and everything, but it's still kind of pervy. Well, it's Charlie Sheen we're talking about. I know. About. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I saw I saw at least based on the trailer. What's what is the movie called? I have to look it up. I can't. It's it's like kid kid something kid ninety or kid something. Ni- kid ninety sounds right. I saw that um, at least on the trailer that Stephen Dorff was in it, which I'm yes, he's in it a lot. I am. Like, and his I brother am he- too. I'm here for everything Stephen Dorff, but the, the the odd thing is I don't associate him as a child actor, even though he was a child actor. I don't really. I don't think of him as like, oh yeah, he started when he was really young, even though he did. Why not? Um, he was in some horror movies as yeah. a kid. Right, so but, Leo. You know, you know, I don't. Exa- yeah, well, I guess yes. 
So, uh, yeah, I guess Leo Critters is a child Critters 3, actor. I believe it was? Or... He was in it. There was he was the executive producer. Oh, Leo's an executive producer of the, of oh, the documentary. Oh, yeah. is he? Okay. There's three what? production company. Yeah, that's true. There's three what, Hugh? Critters. I remember there are three. Uh, there might be four, but he was in Critters Three, right? But the he one, is. the one that um, uh, Stephen Dorff was in was, I believe, called The Gate. Um, or yes, I believe it was called The Gate. That was another like fun, cheesy, schlocky horror movie. Um, I miss those. He, uh, yeah, they don't. Well, they still make them, I'm sure. Like, but like not... Leprechaun. I miss. I miss oh, movies like Leprechaun. that. See, we're yeah. yeah, The Gate, eighty-seven, Stephen Dorff. Yeah, yeah, ah, there you go. See, um, yeah, the. <laughs> Warwick Davis gets so much play for you know all his better roles as like Ewok as uh, Wicked, Will- Willow. Uh, Ewok was uh, a, wi- a race. Yeah, yeah. Willow. Um, you know the the professor in Harry Potter. Um, a number of other things. But Leprechaun was his. Hi, Kira. I don't know. He was also a, a goblin and he was a banker in Harry Potter too. Too. Yeah. He yes, was he was two. Guy. He was two different. He was two different characters. Yes. Um. We're talking about Harry Potter. We're talking we about are talking about. She doesn't know anything Harry. about Harry Potter. Okay, oh. we, we won't. We won't ruin we won't it. Ruin okay, it we'll it. start reading it soon. Um, but yeah. Leprechaun is a movie that. Uh, that's no, when you, that's don't one talk about Leprechaun. <laughs> I wouldn't even let her watch Gremlins. No, not yet. Uh, no, no. Well, the, well, and obviously, good. <laughs> you know, we're Gremlins talking too, schlocky, sh- schlocky horror movies. Fun tie-in, of course. The star of the first Leprechaun, Jennifer Aniston, pre nose yeah. pre nose job. Um. No, here's what a question. Yeah. Did she have a nose like, job by Ferris Bueller, the TV series? Uh, no, that was that was still her uh, allegedly. You know, oh, and I'll go with the allegedly with her nose job, even though it's a recurring joke on Friends. Yeah. Although th- on Friends, they made her nose in the in the flashback scenes a lot bigger than it was. Um, but no, she looked the same on Ferris Bueller that she did in Leprechaun. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've discussed it before. All those, all those, all those celebrities that got their start in schlocky horror movies are great. You know, like. Um, uh, Clooney was in uh, was it Attack of the Killer Tomatoes with, our, with with friend of the friend of the show Anthony Stark. Ah yes, yes, man, Anthony Stark. Is, forget six degrees of Kevin Bacon. We could do like a four degrees of Anthony Stark. He's he's everywhere. He is. He does. He he, he had some interesting. Yeah. Um, before before we leave the topic, Sam, of the, the child stars, I, I just wanted I, I had it on my list of, of, of topics for today. I just had it in big, bold letters. But can I just say, fuck Ricky Schroeder? Yes. Um, Why? What's it, what did he do now? Oh, oh. He's the worst. I don't pay attention to shit like that. Sorry. He is. Well, you know, he's super MAGA, um, white supremacist. Well, OK, well, he is. He associates. He was born with a silver spoon. Well, that's that's the joke that people have been making that nobody who, who would know white privilege better than the kid from Silver Spoons. But yeah, he um, he's gotten a little white supremacy ist like he right. he he, he helped he helped to bail bond out that the kid that Kyle Rittenhouse, the shooter up in the right Kenosha. Um, he helped bail him out and was in post with photos after bailing him out. And then um, more recently, like, what was it, two days ago, he filmed himself at Costco yelling at a manager at Costco for not allowing him in without a mask. And so he thought he was doing, like, you know, the gotcha journalism that people do when they film themselves being... Um... Leave, leave, leave people, essential workers, alone. They've had a rough oh, year. And, oh, and this, and this, oh, this, if anything, this, it was a man, this manager of Costco came out the hero. People were praising him because he kept his cool... He, you know, he was, Ricky Schroeder was just doing the crazy, I'm going to film myself and act like the victim thing. And the, the man, the man, the Costco manager was like, nope, not letting this happen. 
but still acted totally normal. And the, and it, he was totally right. Like California hasn't lifted the ban yet. So like the, the, this manager was like, it's still the law. You can't, it's just, you know, he's just the go worst. live somewhere else. I don't know why people complain about all, like California's level move, get the fuck out. We don't need you. It's overcrowded. Leave. Well then how is Ricky shorter going to get all those acting roles that he's not being offered? It's just like Kirk Cameron doing all the stuff in, in Thousand Oaks. Angela hates it. She's like, oh, there's another uh, thing in Thousand Oaks. Yeah, he's... Down he's, the street from my house. He's <laughs> another one. He's another... <laughs> but it's oh. like, I get it. Like, I get that people have differing opinions and stuff, and they get mad because, like, California is like a blue state. Then just move. It's fine. Or just, or just move 30 miles south. Pretty well, no, I'd rather there. them out of California. I'd, I oh, don't want them to absolutely. vote. Go to Texas. I don't want them to be here. Go yeah, to go to Texas. No, don't go to Texas. We're trying to turn that blue. Go somewhere else. Go, uh, so, go te- somewhere that's never going to be blue. Like, I don't know. The south? South? Go to, yeah. Well, Georgia turned blue a little no, bit. No, go to, go to Vegas. Go to, go, go to Nevada. Go to, go to... Or Arizona. No, no, we need Arizona. Turn I know, blue. but Arizona is like New where Mexico. all the old people, old grouchy people are on the, on the west coast anyway. It's like the Florida of the West Coast. Well, I thought, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's true. It really is. The, um... But nothing's like, nothing's the Florida of anything anymore. No, Florida's got the... Florida's Florida's special. Florida's the Florida of Florida. There's nothing, there's nothing, yeah. It's hard to talk They're becoming a fascist state, and they're like, we're okay with this. I'm fine with them seceding. I'm fine with that 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 gift coming to life of Bugs Bunny cutting Florida off the off the mainland and it floating away. Well, to be fair though, although if we're if I mean if we're going to get to the brass tacks of it, in about thirty years it will be underwater. So if you guys can like hold off, you know, hold out, Florida won't exist anymore. At I least mean, Southern Florida. Well, Southern Florida won't exist anymore, and that's kind of the that's kind of the good half. Like the top half is not the half we like. No, but that'll be in trouble anyways because of well there's going to be a lot more beachfront property in the coming you know what vegas might be beachfront property not in the not too distant future yeah you know what can you what can you do not much really you just kind of like this is what's vegas is cheap though i mean if i actually liked vegas or whatever like maybe like you could buy a second home there or something you know what i mean like it's it's actually not that expensive but then you know vegas I mean, no. I mean, John was there, right? Yeah, said childhood best friend, friend of the show, longtime listener. I don't even know if he knows that there's a podcast, but yeah, he, he's lived in Vegas for like six or seven years now. He loves it. I mean, and he's he's far enough outside to not say, you know, because Vegas people, much like Los, you know, Angelinos that, or at least the people that live in the area, avoid the sunset, the Strip at all costs. Although it's not as bad as it used to be. Like since college, when the Strip was just a nightmare. Like it's all the kids, all the people would go there to like go to Saddle Ranch and things, and there was the crazy traffic. I feel like people don't do that anymore. But like got, in that same way, they did get rid of the cruising signs on. Sunset. Yeah, yeah, no, that that used to be a legit problem. Like yeah. cars would be stuck in traffic because they just were like cruising up and down Sunset. But that's the same way that um, I don't know what a person from Vegas is called a, a Veganite. I, I don't know. We'll just call it. We'll say Veganite. Um, they avoid the Strip at all costs. Because why would you go there if you live there? Um, but he for his, the, re- literally the, the only reason why would be for restaurants. Uh, yeah, that's fair. But he like he lives far enough away 
that he you can see the sky the you know he lives like kind of up in a mountain does he live so in like henderson the, area or does he live in uh no no not that far away it's a it's an area called red rocks but it's not like the red, you know, the fa- red rock that famous red rocks is in colorado but right. it's his area is called red rocks and it's got a great view of the skyline and it's about a 20 minute drive into the city if you want to go but he avoids it but but visiting him was amazing because he took me to all like the the places where locals go like and it's really not far from the strip it's like right behind the strip are all the bars where the locals go and these are some of the best dive bars i've ever seen like you wouldn't even you'd have no idea you were actually in vegas they were it was great like i hope i hope some of those bars survived because they were all like mom and pop dive bars in vegas i've ever few places hit harder than las vegas after the uh you know the old pandemic did have a friend of the show that was in Vegas this past weekend, and they did lift the mask mandate this did or weekend. Did not. And he was like, "It was open, full on." Yeah. Well, the well, the, the problem is, they've is been that, open for a while. Yeah, but like, it was like, yeah, because they let you smoke in the casino, and you can't smoke with a mask on. I think. I mean, they they were they've been they tried early on to open up because I don't know if you've seen the mayor of Las Vegas. She's a crazy person. Of course. Like, yeah. oh, look her up. Like, she's a crazy person. Um, like, luckily, the state of Nevada is pretty blue, but the um, the mayor of, of Vegas is hardcore MAGA, so she was trying to open up everything real early on. Um, but yeah, that's not surprising. Oh. That, that, yeah, yeah, right? Wow, if that if a photo couldn't encapsulate a picture, You know, they say a picture tells a thousand words, and I you hate to... You don't, you know, you always hate to judge a book by its cover, but if you could, just anybody listening, Google the mayor of Las Vegas and, and then watch video of her. And that book is exactly what you thought it was. And if you don't have the reaction I have, it's, I don't know how you're listening yeah, to this show. Yeah. That, um, yeah, that's interesting. I wouldn't, I'd love to hear like a, an account of what Vegas is like now. Oh, by the way, um, um, you know how Karen was like, we were trying to figure out what the male version of Karen was. Yeah. I, it's Tucker. Yeah, I mean, but that's a. I mean, it's based on a very small sample size. Of, but it's a Tucker. Many, You're doing a Tucker. I don't know many Tuckers. Oh wait, no, there's two. Who was that? That asshole dude that wrote the book. You remember he was Tucker. Um, he was like a super douche, like douche bro that wrote a book about how terrible he was to women. And I, I'll look it up. I, I think his name was Tucker as well. But yeah, Tucker so, Carlson is the obvious example. Yes, I know that's um, the, that's where it came from, and I'm like, it's so close to fucker. It's like that's what you know. I'm like, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there to society to see if this could stick, because Karen is just winning in general. Like, just don't oh, pull, don't be a Karen is a thing, and I'm like, Tuck, ah, the one I was thinking of is Tucker Max. He wrote the book. I hope they serve beer in hell which is basically a like a sort of a loose memoir about how terrible he was as a human being. So I'm not far-fetched on this one. No, no. The two Tuckers I, I can come up with are Tucker Max and Tucker Carlson. So you are very... Because I'm like, I don't know any Tuckers personally. And I like, because we always go, it's like, oh, it's a Kevin or a Chad, which Chad has already got its own douchiness to Chad, it. Yeah, Chad's its own. That's yeah, like a category. douche corner. You're like... And I do, I do know several Karens. Um, and they are not the, the cliched Karen, but the two, and I don't know a Tucker, but I know of of those two Tuckers. I know of a, of Tucker. Yeah. So I'm just, can we, can we, yeah, I, that's fair. That's fine with me. Very, um, you know, 
What what is t- Tucker Carlson's full name? Is even makes him more even like is douchier, um, because he he has just a long like super. Oh, he um. Tucker Max has more than one book. He has I hope they severe in hell and another one called Assholes Finish First. Yeah. So, um, sadly, he's not incorrect on that one. No, he's not. He's 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 a thrice published author based on his um yeah tucker's full name is tucker swanson mcnear carlson oh jesus and the swanson for those that don't know is of the swanson frozen fish fortune so he is a frozen fish heir yeah he's a trust fund kid oh yeah one of the people though he's one of the people he's not he's never been i know but it's just like the fact that like i don't even think he has any friends Oh, he does. Um, it's just they're probably not. Very he has uh, he has what he has four kids. I bet they all hate him. Um, I don't know. He gives them. Oh, though though you know, any time I'm looking for a pick me up, just any sort of pick me up. If you're feeling down, and I highly recommend this, just just Google the time that John Stewart ripped him a new one on his show back in 2004 oh, when he was on on, CNN when he was when he was on CNN on Crossfire. Yes, and he, he he used to his whole stick used to be the bow tie. Oh, John, John he had John Stewart on, which what I what I can only assume Tucker Carlson thought would be a lighthearted conversation because haha, he's John Stewart, he's a comedian. Um, and that was kind of no, I guess that at that point John Stewart had become like you know early Daily Show was more comedy. Daily Show didn't get truly political until like post nine eleven, but like I think he he did not realize that. Um, that John Stewart was going to just rip him a new one on live television, and it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. And, you know, the the more you watch it, the more you think about how John Stewart retired right when Trump announced his candidacy. Yeah, it's it was an unfortunate. I I mean, the, just think of how great the Daily Show could have been. I mean, I uh, it's so good. His what's his name's fine. Trevor um, Noah. Trevor Noah's Trevor embraced fine. his. No, Colbert took over. He did. He did, which was, you know, quite a heel, not a heel turn, I guess. A, what's the reverse when you go from heel to baby face? What is, is, face turn. Is that a face turn? I mean, not a real one since the Colbert character was not a real person. But him going from like the conservative Colbert character to real Stephen Colbert at exactly the same time that Trump emerged was perfect. But I, I do I do wish that I'd, you know, I wonder what Jon Stewart would have done with the last five years. I wish the Jordan Klepper thing had stayed. Or is it John Klepper? Jordan Klepper. Jordan Klepper. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh, you know how he's yeah. doing the conspiracy theory version of the Colbert Report, like he was doing his. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, that was a good show. But it never, never. That was um hit well. So not. I mean, the the Daily Show's had a number of spinoffs. Colbert. I mean, Samantha oh. Bee's is yeah, does, does great. Well, I like um, her. Hassan Minaj had one on HBO that was pretty good. A Netflix series. too. John Oliver. I mean, John Oliver. I'd consider that a spinoff. It is. Um, crushing it uh, last week tonight last week tonight is fantastic yeah. he had, this week i highly recommend it if you don't do not watch that on on the reg he did an, some amazing stuff about the israel palestine stuff this weekend a topic that i don't want to get into right now because no. no but that but john stewart uh, john stewart john oliver did it brilliantly in a in you know in a typical way that only he can do we can't we can't ignore israel and palestine it's just sad what's happening there that's, that's very sad. sad no it's absolutely there's no I was watching this. I was on Instagram. I'm just going through feeds, and I'm like, I, I it was frustrating me because I'm like, it doesn't matter how you look at. There's no way of approaching it in a good way. Like someone's gonna get mad either way. However yeah. you look at it, it doesn't matter. You're gonna piss off someone one way. You're gonna piss off another person another way. 
So we can just say, let's talk about Joe Rogan. Do you blame Hitler? I always do. I usually do. There's a new documentary. Okay, so like this morning, um, I I try to eat breakfast, like like actually eat breakfast, like not at my desk, you know. And like I sat down. Um, Carrie usually has like a like a morning break, you right. know, where I'll like make her food and stuff when she's in class. And uh, the the Dear Evan Hansen trailer came out, and then there was also another trailer for. Um, it's, I used to work at Participant, so like I follow Participant a lot. It's it's just they make incredible content, and incredible movies. It's all like social activist kind of leading type content. And there was a documentary about the final account. I highly recommend you watch the trailer. Um, but it's literally like a, this guy, like the director, interviewed for over ten years, like people that were either Nazi sympathizers or Nazis themselves, and they're like in their eighties and nineties, and some of them Yikes. like. Some of them are in, they're just like, we didn't know what was happening. And other people admitted that they knew. And there's other people that admitted like, hey, some people, we lived, like, we lived in a farm right next to one of the concentration camps and people would come to our barn and and ask for food and they would just rat them out and not feel bad about it. But obviously now, you know, knowing what they know, like they, they live in guilt their entire lives, you know? So it's just... I was like crying and Kira's like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Just watching some movie, yeah. some trailers yeah. in the morning. <laughs> that's, uh, that is uplifting, yeah. uplifting material. But do you have a Hansen? I don't know if you know what that's about. Have you guys I, seen Oh yeah. Hansen? I love, I love, um, yeah. um, oh God, what's his name? Ben Platt. Ben Platt. I, it's, I think it's odd that he, he's playing Evan Hansen in the movie, right? Like he's kind of aged yeah, out. Of, he's kind of aged out of that role. Yeah. But he's fantastic. I mean, I, I I've not seen it, but I love this. I have the soundtrack. I love. I love. I just watch love. It. I love him. Watch the trailer. You know, I, I, I mean, I've been coming out I've soon. been a been a big fan of his ever since. You know, he was in my um um. Oh God, what is the acapella movies that I love? Um, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. He was in Pitch Perfect one and two. There was no two. Yeah, there was. Um, there was you. There was there's three. Third, there's, there was, three there's, there's three. There's three. I know there's a third one, but there is no second one. There is a second one. It's the greatest movie. Of, it's you know what, I I would put it above Empire as the greatest number two movie ever in a trilogy. It's fantastic. Well, seeing that Empire is the fifth movie, but you know, hey, shut up. Did you guys ever see Book of Mormon like in in the theaters or not in the theaters, but like no, in, no. like when they no, were performing? No, no, so good. I have to. That's see like that. one of my one of my best memories ever of going to like the Pantages is seeing Book of Mormon. Not not just because I was lucky and won a raffle. So I don't know if I told you the story. I probably did on the podcast, but um, I worked at Comedy Central at the time. I mean, you know, Viacom. So Comedy Central was one of them. And uh, they had a raffle for, you know, I think we were doing some sort of sales initiative or whatever. And they're like, oh, you get to get uh, house seats for Book of Mormon. And that was when it was like impossible. in New York, like yeah. impossible yeah. to get tickets. And I won them, but they're like, Oh, so it's this is for New York, and I I was in LA, and I was like, okay. They're like, well, if you're ever in New York, just let us know. And I'm like, that's not how it works, guys. Yeah. That's not how a prize works. <laughs> but, but also, I'm just like, I get it, like, because if I was in New York, I'd totally go. You know what I mean? Like that would be like yeah. a night, and it would be worthwhile. But um, I think the window, you know, between them and and, and it ending was very small. And they're like, well, when they come to L.A., we'll let you know. And then we can give you tickets to our house seats in L.A. I'm like, okay, cool. So, like, 
a week before the premiere, I get an email from, you know, Doug Herzog's like the head of Comedy Central at mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And his assistant's like, hey, Doug can't make it to the premiere. Do you want the tickets? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we went to the very, very first show and it was like all celebrities. Like, I'm not okay. even exaggerating. Like the entire theater was full of celebrities and like, you know, like Hollywood, like producers, like all the really like important people or whatever in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Cause it's so hard to get tickets for that. Um, and then they had an after party. And so we got invited to the after party. And so that's where all the celebrities were. That's nice. like probably the most celebrity per capita event that I've been to, even though I've been to like the Emmys and I've been to all these like other things. It's just um, because that after party was so exclusive yeah. that like, it's so hard to get into that. We just, we just saw like everybody and we saw like Matt and Trey obviously. And like Josh talked to Les Claypool, which, you know, cause he's a bassist. It was like a big deal, you know? And it was just like an amazing experience, but the actual show was really good. I've so... heard that. I've heard the music. <laughs> the um, I'm shocked that they never did. They ever make an attempt to turn that into a movie? I never. I don't I recall. Don't, I, I don't think they. I mean, it'll be rated a hard R. I imagine there was or Orgasmo, which was kind of like the brainchild of it in a way. Oh, I remember. I remember. I don't think. I mean, obviously South Park, yes, but I don't think Trey and Matt get enough credit for their non-South Park stuff. I mean, obviously Book of Mormon, but Orgasmo was great. But, okay, do not bash basketball. I'm not that going is to. A, that is a fantastic a guilty, <laughs> guilty pleasure. Yeah. Oh my God, it's I such mean, a guy. It's such a guy thing. I'm sorry. Like, no, you know, no, absolutely. No, I mean, no, there's no. a there's a scene in there where they make a joke about Carmen Electra removing the chrome off of a, a trailer. Jenny hitch. McCarthy. It was Jenny McCarthy. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, basketball was fantastic. Oh, I could do a deep dive down that one any day. Though, um, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, fine. Your loss. To be honest, I've I've seen it. I just don't remember it. I've seen Orgasmo too. They're both very good. Stunt cock. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I don't know how we got started on that conversation. Well, it's because of Ben Platt. He was in Book of Mormon. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yes, so that's that's, right. that, that's why. But, like, uh, I, I know some of the music. I didn't really know what it was about, actually, because um, it came through L.A., right? I don't remember. I think it came through L.A., Dear Evan, Evan, Evan Hansen. But yes, I just, did, yeah. um, you know, I was busy with a kid and everything. But it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I want to know more about it and learn about it. And then... Um, during quarantine, I like read a synopsis and I'm like, that's a fascinating premise for a play, yeah, like a, a musical. Yeah. Like I'm surprised it did so well because it's and such the, a heavy topic. I mean, it's about suicide and like teenagers and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like Spring Awakening actually, if you think about it, but Spring, I saw Spring I, Awakening when it was like off Broadway, like when it first came out, speaking of like Leah Michelle and all those people, yeah. you know? Um, so I felt very fortunate that I was able to see that when they were like, before they were super known. But it's such a heavy topic. I'm surprised that it's popular. That's all. I I I was in. I, well, actually, I saw uh, when I was in New York the last time, which was the spring of 2017. I was walking down like just past all the Broadway theaters, and I saw that that was playing. I had not heard of it, but I saw like the poster for it, so I looked it up. So I'm like, "What the hell is this, Dear Evan Hansen?" And then I saw him perform on the on the Tonys, which which is how I get introduced to most shows because you know you know me, I love me some Tonys. Uh, and he's just, he's fantastic. The Tonys are always a good show. They're always a good show. And you get introduced to shows that you might not ever have heard of, ever see. It's good like time. in the Heights? Like in the Heights. That movie's coming out soon. Uh, 
I think. I think it's coming yeah. out this winter. I think it's. The... They, they keep pushing it, so I don't really know. The, I thought. The, I the, think the I last, last heard it's like a uh, Christmas time ish. Okay. Um, oh, but you know, speaking of. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. Speaking of movie theaters, um, I just got got invited to a kids' bir- like kids' birthday parties are coming back. I don't know if you guys realize that because you know pe- most people are vaccinated. Right. I still feel kind of weary because like kids aren't vaccinated and yeah. kids are fucking dirty. Um. <laughs> It's true. Like, if somebody gets COVID, like, the entire class is going to get it. <laughs> Even though they try with masks and everything. Because Kira has to wear masks at school and everything. But it's just... It just spreads. I mean... But anyway, um, I got invited to a birthday party where, like, you could just run out a movie theater now. And so it's just, like, a that's private cool. party. Oh. Um, so, I mean, I think that's kind of their way of, like, dealing with, the like, the capacity and all that stuff. Um, I imagine they're probably not charging like what they usually would charge pre COVID to run out an entire movie theater. Um, because they lost so much money already. It's like, oh, why God, yeah. it's like, why charge a ton? But then, you know, it's LA too. People spend money for their kids' birthday parties. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so, um, I think they're showing like the crudes too. And I actually got an email from Alamo draft house, which I thought went, went bankrupt by the way. Um, but they're opening up their doors. Like the one in downtown, like hasn't even been open for. Yeah, that was a, I mean, how could they have known? But they, yeah, that was a bad time for them to open. Yeah. So I got an email from them saying that like, uh, they're opening up finally, like later this month. And then they do have, they do offer like private screenings. If you want to just run out the theater and you could choose any movie you want if they, if they have access to the print basically. And I'm like, that's kind of awesome. I totally do that. You think they have basketball? Maybe. We should ask them. Feature of Spun and um, Salt and Sea. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah no, but that's the thing. Like, the good thing about Alamo is that they provide food. I mean, that's the best part. Like, you yeah. order your food and they, they deliver it to you. It's great. Like, I love, like, full-service theaters because I'm lazy. I don't I don't love the, the dine-in ones. Because uh, you're well, old. No. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, it, it More so, at least the ones I went to here... I don't recall what I saw. Oh, I think it might have been Force Awakens. Um, yeah, yeah, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, well, that's the movie. I mean, no, no, no yeah, no. <laughs> um, but they they were del- you know they they do a great job of getting the food in and out, like not really bothering you, even though you can kind of see them running up and down aisles delivering food, which that wasn't distracting at all. What was distracting is that they were people ordering like actual entrees, but then they were serving it on like real plates and silverware. So like you could hear like the noise, that annoying noise of people cutting food onto like actual ceramic plate. Like that's an annoying sound during a movie. Like, like wh- why are you ordering a steak in a movie? What are you doing? What, what what's what's going on? Oh, you your sa- you, you your food sound thing is like a a thing. Uh, no, the sound of the chewing thing, yes. But the sound, and it's not the, the sound, I, another friend of ours who actually does listen to the show, she actually hates, like, that actually is an actual thing that gives her anger, is the sound of, like, when the knife and fork yeah. are being scratched on a plate. That noise doesn't bother me in a vacuum, but in a movie theater, it's annoying. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, I, get, yeah. I get that. No, it's like, like when people, it's, it's like when people eat chips in the theater. I always feel very self-conscious about, like, popcorn, popcorn's just a noise you expect. That's fine. But I was always, um, I, I used to, as a kid, loved getting nachos at the movie theater, but I was always very self-conscious about eating the chips because they're so loud. They're so loud. Yeah. They're so loud. Anything well, like- I mean, even just like opening up a candy, I'm like, open it up before the movie starts, people. I get so annoyed. <laughs> but, but like, 
why are you serving things on a real plate? Like, like yeah, I feel just like, make it make it just plastic. Put it like a like you know, a tray, like a paper oh, yeah. tray or you know cardboard or whatever. Like I don't understand. I mean, you must have been at a fancy one because all the ones it that is. I've been to, um, even the Alamo, because I went to the one in Austin. I haven't been to the one in LA. Like they're super discreet about everything and things, and it's not. And they they serve like burgers and like chicken tenders, like like basic foods that you would think of at a movie theater that aren't like that don't rely on like cutting because that's stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and again, like I said, the 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 pe- the people delivering the food were very good. They weren't distracting. It was the noise from the whoever whoever in front of me that was eating like a filet mignon for some bizarre reason. That person annoyed me. And they ruined a perfectly wonderful uh, movie. I mean, Force Awakens, classic. I mean, yeah, the first time around. The um the yeah. the one in the marina, the AMC, the Eden one is is great. I the, I, I enjoy it. And um, but the I like the way the Alone does it because they're suit way more discreet than the other theaters. Um, because there's like a bin that you just put your order in, and 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 it's like in oh, front of you. And then they just come and grab the piece of paper and then they deliver it without like saying anything. And they also have alcohol, which helps. Is there, um, I've never liked drinking at a, at, I, the concept of drinking at a movie or drink going out and drinking before I never loved because I have to pee too much. Mm. I have to that, pee too much. As, I have to pee too much. That sounds like an old person is. problem. No, it's a, it's a, it's a me problem for sure. But like, <laughs> it, that's why yeah, I don't, I never like back when we used to see the fast movies or the, see the expendables, like, you know, Trav and like they, they want to go to the bar first. And I'm always like, no, I don't want to drink before because I'm gonna have to pee three times during this. I don't want to do that. But yeah, you yeah, know, it whatever. Is, it is a thing. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I get it, but like, especially if you're going to like a long movie, you kind of already just assume. So you just kind of pick and choose like when, like, if, if there's a lull in the movie, you go. Like, I was annoyed because um, we were in such a rush to get to the movie. We saw Knives Out, and and we also ordered a cocktail, which was my fault. But um, I didn't want to leave because it's like a murder mystery. Like yeah. if you leave, you're going to miss something. So I kind of just held it. It was annoying, but it is what it is. But um, but yeah, but most other movies, it's like, yeah, you could leave for like five minutes and go pee. It's not a big deal. Or or you could do what um, when we uh, we as a family went and saw Les Miserables back in whatever year that was. All three, three some odd hours of it on Christmas Day. And my dad and Jason excused themselves to use the restroom like an hour or so into the movie, and they never came back. They just left. So you know you could do that. Sam, is there I mean, some... you know that you know the story already, right? Like, why do you need to oh, watch it again? <laughs> well, it's my it's my favorite musical, so I was pumped for it. I enjoyed okay. it. I, I stayed for the whole three hours. Uh, um, did they go see another movie? That's the question. No, that that would have been funnier actually. This that if they uh, they just walked into something else, I would have. Um, yeah, the uh, that we did we we tried that you know we we would always do the Christmas Day tradition the Jewish tradition of going to see the movie on Christmas Day and getting Chinese food. Only once did we ever try the like, we're going to split the two groups and see two different movies because the timing on that is always impossible because of the different lengths of the movies. But the one time we tried it, Bill and I saw True Grit the remake with Jeff Bridges, which okay. was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Susan and Samantha saw Black Swan. And needless to say, my mom walked out traumatized. That is not a Christmas Day movie. Did she not know what it was? Uh, she did. But again, I, I've told you, Sam, we also saw Girl with the Dragon Tattoo on Christmas Day. It's uh, She doesn't have know. a great track record of picking movies on Christmas Day. Well, The Force Awakens was also a Christmas Day movie. I watched so. Sweeney Todd with Josh's mom on Christmas Day. That was great. 
It's a little dark. Yeah, it's a little dark. I think not, was... not Black Swan dark. Not quite Black Swan dark. I mean, he's beheading people. But it's, like, a, mu- it's, not... it's a musical. Well, no, actually, yeah. was, the Tim Bur- was the Tim Burton version of musical? Kind of, but like, yeah. it's still not the best. Like, you know, when you think of Christmas movies, you think of like, you know, Home Alone. <laughs> like, True. Like fun, warm and fuzzy movies. But lately they've been doing alternative programming, as I like to call it, for Christmas because... Sometimes you don't want to watch a movie like that. Sometimes, well, I've, like, I've noticed people a lot. Hate Christmas. <laughs> well, I've noticed a lot of times the like prestige movies that won Oscar consideration will open on Christmas, like like Black Swan. I don't think Black Swan actually opened on Christmas, but they open around that time because yeah. you know that's okay. that's the last. You, you have to get your movie in before December thirty first in the theater to be eligible, and you want it to right. be on. You want it to be on people's minds, so you you open real late. I mean, it's not a movies you think of going to on Christmas, but you know. I, Knives Out was a, was a Christmas movie. I think that came out like right right at Christmas time. Yeah, I mean they they like they'll just release it in New York and LA and a couple other markets before releasing it wide in January. I mean that's kind of yeah. how they go around the whole like must be out before um, yeah Oscar year. thing. Yeah. But yeah, and it, it only has it only by the rules it only has to air once in one theater. It doesn't yeah. have, like and then you're that's that's why everybody thinks that Netflix is going to buy the ArcLight so they can just throw their movies up for however long or short they want to and then it, then they're they're oscar eligible that'd be smart which it is very smart i mean they already use that other theater for it but it would be very smart i mean I, as far as i know i you you're close to nine is the arc light just an empty carcass right now like it is what, currently what is it? yeah it's just like boarded up yeah so it's not like so yeah and it's li- literally two blocks from the netflix headquarters so it would make all the sense in the world for them to buy it and then they could run whatever they. They're Netflix, whatever they want. Netflix is based in Los Gatos, by the way. That's the headquarters. Well, they're okay. They're okay. Not their main headquarters, but their LA headquarters. Okay. Yes. Okay. I've been there. Fine. It's actually very pleasant. I'm sure. I'm sure. They're, but they're, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, they have so much money too. They're very fluid, so might as well yeah. like just do That's it. True. I mean, they, um, they but, can sink a hundred million dollars into a Scorsese movie, knowing they're not going to see a dime from it, theatrically speaking. So. Like it's, they sank a hundred million dollars into a Will Smith alien cop buddy movie that also did, they did not see any money from. It wasn't. It was a fantasy cop movie. They're making the sequel. It's just you know. They're making a sequel. I believe Good Lord. so. Wow. I mean, I, I I kind of enjoyed it. Is there just getting back to real quick, Sam, to the um, eating in a movie theater concept? Is there is there a way that we could do a Benihana movie theater hybrid? That's probably going to be pretty distracting. I would you imagine. can't do it's it's just not worth it. I mean, it's too loud. First of all, I mean, you talk about like and the, cutting the, things, the, 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 steam, the, the steam, the steam might be an issue, or the smoke might be an issue too. But the thing is, if you if you put a Benihana next to a movie theater, you can go. to go there first and then go and, and sell tickets, you know, like make together. It a, make it a dinner and a movie um, yeah, hi- hybrid situation. I think that would be fantastic. I would love it. But, you know, it's just, it's so hard for me to even or- organize myself to even get reservations for Benihana these days. And, like, I don't know what their capacities are like now because um, they're not, full, like, you know, California's not fully open. But um, I kind of just wrote Benihana off for a while just because it's too much effort. I'm lazy. No, it's it happens. I mean, I went to like my first like official like adult birthday party, um, but it was at the beach because we still you know have to social distance. It was for Naja's fortieth. Mm. It was nice. It was nice to see people. Like I haven't seen them for so long. Based on the photos, it looked more like a kid's birthday party. They were the ones having the fun. Well, it's because we don't take pictures of adults. Why would why would we like? 
That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Nobody that, wants to see us. And that note, <laughs> folks. Nobody but, wants but, to see adults. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, before we leave, Hugh, what, can you get a score update? I saw you fist pumping. Uh, it is currently 2-0 two, with... 2-0. Uh, 2-0. Nil. 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 Uh, Newport County. Um, and they had, a ch- they had a couple more chances for like... It's it's his 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 city's team down up there in Wales is playing against the cemetery team based on everything I can tell. Yes. So They're called like for, Forest Green, Forest Lawn, something. Forest like Green. That. Yeah. So. Well, I I didn't want to I didn't want to break the flow of conversation oh, no. by by saying you fist pump about ten minutes ago. So I figured something good happened. This isn't a visual medium, so I was just gonna let that go. Yeah, I figured as much. I, I but I saw you just feeling like I kind of want to yeah. say something, but yeah. Sam. Would I'll, be I, give, I give up. you the nod. I give you the yeah, nod. Yeah, I know. Sam was like, what I, the um, hell is going on? <laughs> I don't know anything about soccer. That's okay. But it's football, Sam. Soccer. We're in America. 